The 2023 Oakland Athletics might actually win a series this weekend with the Reds coming to town. I'm going to go over that series with you guys and hopefully get you excited about some weekend baseball today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. For Locked On A's, stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 562 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about the Red Series because the A's have a legitimate chance of winning a couple of games in a three-game span. And uh, that's exciting. That's super exciting. We're also going to, I'm going to go through some of the reasons why the other owners around baseball could vote no on the A's relocation bid. I'm going to just give her the reasons. I don't know that they're going to do it, but the reasons why, and that makes sense, I think. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Christian Pache's hot start to the season, um, just because. Because why not? That's why. So that's what we got coming up for you guys today. But before we get into anything, today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off of your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Uh, also, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So make sure if you're already on YouTube, subscribe over there. Uh, comment and like down below if you've already subscribed. Uh, that helps the channel grow a little bit more each and every day. That's that's always nice. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at inside the A's. Um, let's talk about this Red Series, because I, I, I saw this one on the schedule once, you know, the A's got off to start, they did, and I was like, that might be the series for this team to, to win a couple of games, and so now it is here, and let, let's see. Let's find out. Uh, probable starters for this series. Uh, today, the A's have not announced their starter. That leads me to believe that it's probably going to be Drew Rosinski coming off of the IL. He last pitched on Sunday with Las Vegas. He would be on turn to pitch. He'd be on regular rest to pitch tonight. And the A's don't have a scheduled starter. I assume it's him. So, it's him. Uh, against Luis Sessa. If it's not Drew Rosinski, no idea who's going to be throwing this game for the A's. Uh, and then you got Luis Sessa going for the Reds. We'll go over that matchup here. We'll, we'll go over all these matchups in a second. Uh, Saturday, you got Kyle Muller going against Hunter Green. Hunter Green's pretty good. He He's uh, the Reds' version of uh, Mason Miller and uh, Luis Medina. He's a hard-throwing guy. Uh, he's probably more Mason Miller than Luis Medina at this point. He, he's He's got some better... He's got better control, I think, uh, than Luis Medina. And he's got like a 3-5 ERA. He's been solid. And then on Sunday, you got Ken Waldachuk going against Nick Lodolo. So, I don't know. Based off of that, what do you think? I'm going to give you some reasons why. You, you should you should think that these might have this one. Uh, first up, we got Luis Sessa. I'm going to be going over the, the opposing starters. We know our starting pitching. It's not great. Generally, generally, these three guys could be okay. Of the three starters, these are not the worst. 
that the, the A's have had this year. So there's that. Uh, Luis Sessa, what awful start uh, in in the early going, and that was against Philly. He went three innings, gave up 14 hits, 11 earned runs. Um, he has like a 10 ERA. It's, he's He hasn't been great overall. Um, he's pitched into the sixth just once. A lot of them have been five and fewer. Uh, this one was five and a third innings. Um, he's gotten like four and two thirds. So he's not going to go terribly deep unless the A's let him, um, basically. Uh, on the season, he is 0-3 with a 10-80 ERA. He's thrown 16 and two-thirds innings pitched, uh, given up 31 hits, so he's hittable. Uh, obviously, a lot of that came in that one game against the, the Phillies there, but it's still basically a hit and inning otherwise. Uh, he's given up eight walks, has a 234 whip. He's allowing base runners, folks, so hopefully the A's can break through at some point. Um... Against uh, left-handers, left-handed batters, they have a 432 batting average against him. That's pretty good. They have some 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 nice lefty options. I like that actually. Uh, the expected batting average against him overall, based on like contact and all that, 377. I, the A's offense is not the problem. Can can they score enough runs? Uh, I think they can score enough runs. Can they hold the Reds down enough? That's the hope. That's the hope. Uh, all four of the pitches that Sessa throws have a batting average and an expected batting average. So they have both actually hit 300 or more or uh, have an expected batting average of 300 or more. Uh, and that is wild to me. That doesn't have like one like moderately effective pitch. He's just getting creamed on everything that he throws. Everything that he throws has a batting average of at least 300 against. So uh, I think that the, the the A's offense might be okay in this one. That's the hope. Drew Rusinski is a strike thrower. Hopefully he can give you five or six and then limit what the bullpen has to do. Drew Rusinski, I, I'm intrigued by him. I've been intrigued by him this entire time. I want to see what he can do. I think that he can, if he's hitting his spots, he can actually do fairly well against this Reds offense. Uh, so we'll see what happens on Friday. I think that this could be a nice W for the A's. If the A's were going to win a game by more than one run, it might be tonight. It might be tonight. Uh, trying to get excited about A's baseball. They might have a two-run win. Let's find out. Uh, then on Saturday, I'll be at this game. It's going to be Hunter Green, who is 0-1 with a 352 ERA. Uh, he throws 99 miles an hour. He's 23 years old. And, you know, He fits that same mold as... Uh, Medina and Miller I, from from afar. I don't know a ton. I haven't watched a lot of Hunter Green, but it seems like he's in that realm. Uh, he's basically a fastball slider pitcher. He, he has two pitches right now. Um, he also has a changeup that he's thrown 4.5% of the time, so not a lot. Uh, I think that the, the game plan against him in general, but also on Saturday, might just be uh, sit on the fastball and hope for the best. Because, obviously, he throws it hard, but if you can guess right on the pitch and location, you, sh you should be able to do some damage because he's bringing the heat. He averages 99 miles an hour on that thing, and he uses it 56% of the time. So you got a basically a 50-50 shot of uh, being right. So if you can figure out location, you're doing okay. Uh, and then the A's have Kyle Muller going on this one, um, and I don't have any stats on him necessarily, but here are some Reds' offensive stats. Uh, that 
give you a little bit of hope, perhaps, because against lefties, when Mueller and Waldachek going on Sunday, both lefties for the A's, uh, the Reds have a 77 WRC plus against lefties. It's 23% below league average. Not great. Uh, they also have a 61 WRC plus on the road. That is 39% below league average. Again, not great. The Reds offense might not be like stellar this weekend. Um, it, it could also be stellar because of the A's pitching staff, but they might not be stellar just in general because of what they've shown so far. The A's have a roughly league average offense. I think it's a 95. Yeah, the A's have a 95 WRC+. plus. I did write that down. Um, so they, there, there's a chance that they could actually out outscore some players, or some, some teams, uh, or the Reds, not some teams. They, they could actually do some, some damage here. If the pitching does okay just overall this season, they have the offense. They have a league average offense, which is what got me excited during the offseason and made me think that they might be better is because they were going to have all these league average bats, which they kind of do. Uh, it, it's the pitching that hasn't done it yet. So uh, anyways, Sunday, we got Nick Lodolo. He's also, he's a left-handed pitcher. Um, he is 2-1 and one with a 631 ERA. He has 37 strikeouts in 25 and two-thirds innings, so he's a good strikeout pitcher. He's also allowed 39 hits in those 25 and two-thirds innings, so he gives up hits, and he gives up hard contact, too. He gets the strikeouts, but he gets hit pretty, pretty hard, let's say. Um, he's 27th in average exit velocity, and uh, that's not great. That means that he's giving up hard hit balls fairly frequently. Um, you could go with like max exit velocity, but for that one, you give up one bad ball all year and that's just your stat the entire year. That doesn't give you a good grasp, I don't think. You, you could also never face like Giancarlo Stanton or whoever the uh, Aaron Judge. You can never face like the guys that really mash and uh, that could keep you away from max exit velocity and make you look better. But average exit velocity gives you a, a better idea of what somebody's doing over the course of an entire season. Um, so that's why average exit velocity, 27th, not great. Um, the A's have the eighth best offense against left-handed pitching in baseball. The eighth best, not from the bottom, from the top, eighth best. Uh, that's a 120 WRC plus 20% above league average against lefties. And Nick Lodolo, that poor guy, is a lefty. So the A's offense could, could eat. On Sunday. And then you got uh, Ken Waldachek in his last three starts. Uh, one of those was really, really good. The other two have been okay. Um, he's gone 16 and two-thirds innings, given, us, uh, given up eight earned runs. Has a 4.44 ERA from a starting pitcher. That's not bad. A 4.44 ERA in this rotation? I'll take it. I will take that. Uh, he's also been showing signs of, improve, of improvement. So Ken Waldachek, um, I, I think that he... He could have a good game against this Reds offense. Uh, there's going to be no Joey Votto, I don't believe, this weekend. So uh, that stinks. But, I mean, for, you know, watching a team that we don't get to see that much, uh, it's great for the A's potentially because they, they could win this series. I am intrigued. I'm, I'm going to be watching these games, honestly. I, I'm going to watch them. Uh, I want to see Drew Rosinski going tonight. That's what I want to see. But, uh, I... I I think that the, everything's laid out right. The Reds are on the road. They're not good on the road. They're not good against lefties. The A's are throwing two lefties. The A's are good against lefties, and they, they're facing one. I, I think that the Hunter Green start could go either way. 
but Friday and Sunday, I'm moderately confident, which is wild to think because the A's have, what, five wins? Moderately confident. <laughs> Anyways, coming up on the show, we're going to talk about some of the owners and why they could vote no on the A's relocation bid. So stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime, and GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They got flash deals and la on last-minute tickets. Uh, I've done that. I've seen what the flash deals are. I have not purchased a flash deal yet, but I like doing the little swipe that lets me know this is a flash deal. And I, I like that aspect of, of the app so far. Um, you can also get image views from the seats, which is awesome. Uh, especially for sporting events like a baseball game. Uh, I think that that's pretty cool. And they also have a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection, etc. Etc. I say. Uh, the game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Uh, it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason, uh, because uh, as I mentioned before, you can get the images of your the seats before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive, and I think that's great. Tickets, uh, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. One, two, I have tickets. One, two, tickets. I love it. Uh, and now you can just snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. The A's and Reds square off tonight, and uh, you can catch this game with the local broadcast over on the SiriusXM app. Just download the SXM app, search athletics, and then you can go ahead and see probably Drew Rosinski, probably going against, uh, who did I say the starter was? I didn't, I had to write it down. Luis Sessa. I was like, it's not Lodolo. Who was it? Uh, against Luis Sessa. Go, go listen to that game. I think that the A's might, if you want to hear a win, tune in tonight on the SiriusXM app. And also, Welcome back to the Lockdown Ace Podcast, you guys. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the show. If you are, make sure to subscribe where you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Lockdown A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. That's at Inside the A's on Twitter uh, or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. But let's talk a little bit about the owners because... A lot has been made about, oh, the owners can just vote this down. And um, I, I think it was last Friday when Dave Stewart was on Ace Pregame Live. Uh, I, I definitely watched that one because I felt like they might say some important stuff. And they kind of did. They, they they caught everybody up, which was good. But Dave Stewart had a, had a little interview over there. And he said that he does not believe that uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, would let the A's get this far in the process of relocation if he didn't know that he had the votes from the owners uh, to approve the, the proposed relocation. So that that's one thing. Um, also, I, I'm pretty sure you need uh, 22 of the 29, because John Fisher doesn't get to vote. So 22 owners need to approve it. So you need eight guys, essentially, uh, to make it 21. Uh, 
eight guys, eight teams, eight owners to say, no, you cannot relocate. And I, there are teams that can vote no, and I'm going to lay out their case, but they still might be a vote or two short, even if all of these guys do that. And I think that that, unless there's like a rogue, like Yankees vote or something like that, I don't know. So here's where, here's where we go. Um, I'm going to just give you the reasons that they would vote no. And the Giants, um, d despite having a, uh, the A's belong in Oakland, they're f part of the fabric of society, and uh, how will we ever exist without them, are definitely not voting against relocation for the A's. Uh, that was all smoke. It, it was clear that it was smoke, because uh, if, if the Giants really wanted the A's to stay, they could have let them move to uh, San Jose a decade ago. But no, they fought that. They lawyered up. And funny enough, some of the guys that were on that case are now working with the Schnitzer Steel people and uh, trying to block the A's or, you know, maybe effectively blocking the A's from building at Howard Terminal. Weird. Uh, that's, a, that's a heck of a coincidence that the Giants might still be trying to block the A's, even in just staying in Oakland. Uh, they, the Giants said that they, that they are not in, involved with that guy, but, or with that lawyer team, but still, it's a weird coincidence, gotta say, weird coincidence. Um, so, the Giants are not gonna vote no. They're gonna be like, yes, please, we'll help you pack. Um, where do you want your possums? Ha 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 ha. They're gonna be cracking jokes the whole time. The Giants suck. Uh, never believe them. Um, they are not our friends <laughs> in in keeping the A's in Oakland. You're going to have Giants fans that are friends. That's fine. I, I have some. They're they're delightful people. Um, but, yeah, Giants ownership. Not friends of ours. Uh, but here's some, some of the teams that I would want to keep an eye on. The Padres seem like the biggest one for me, which is weird because I know that they're in the National League. That, I, I know. But what they're doing kind of shows... <laughs> Billionaires are billionaires. I don't think that they care how everybody else makes their money, but, or, you know, how much work ethic a, a person has. But these are the, the arguments that I would make. I don't know that they matter, but we're going to make the arguments anyway, and uh, we'll see what, where everything lies. The Padres, not only would a divisional rival in the Giants get a revenue boost if the A's left, because they'd have all of Northern California to themselves, whereas the Dodgers, um, and the Angels and the Padres, am I missing a team? No. Uh, all have to share Southern California. The Giants just get all of Northern California to themselves. But San Diego's owner has also been spending money while, one, being less rich than John Fisher, and two, being in a smaller market than John Fisher, and he's making it work just fine. Why couldn't John Fisher make Oakland work? That's weird. Huh. Strange. Maybe he's like, hey, well, all you gotta do is like, Treat the fans nicely. Try again, John. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that he would be mad enough to basically make John Fisher sell the team. Because if uh, relocation does not get approved, he's going to have to sell the team. So I think that that's the other part of this. For the billionaire buddies aspect is, uh, do they dislike him enough to make him sell? That, that might be the threshold for a no vote. And I don't know that anybody's necessarily going to be reaching that one. Um, but the, the San Diego owner is spending gobs of money in a smaller market. That's a nice thing. Uh, also, if the A's move to Las Vegas, 
that is kind of a little bit a part of their territory where they get some viewers from Las Vegas because Las Vegas does not have their own team. San Diego gets some of those guys. Um, the A's in Vegas would encroach on their territory. Uh, same line of thinking goes for the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and Rockies because uh, they're all NL West you know, rivals of the Giants. Um, and also, they all have a little bit of territory rights in Las Vegas. Um, I don't know that they all matter as much as territorial rights <laughs> over here. Uh, specifically in the Bay Area, I guess. Weird. Uh, where the Giants own all of the territory, somehow. Um, and then you got the Angels territory that could also be encroached on. Plus, a divisional rival, the A's, in this case, uh, could see uh, an, a boost from this. They could see more profits. It could work out for them. Does, does Artie Moreno really want to see the A's succeed? Maybe not. He's also He could also be leaving. He might not care what happens. He just wants to make his money. So there's that. Uh, Steve Cohen. He could, be, he could be a rogue guy. Everybody wants Steve Cohen to be uh, their, their, their buddy. And I'm going to not differ on that one. I want Steve Cohen to be my, my buddy here. He can go rogue and start to wonder why John Fisher has been pocketing checks from him. Uh, but... And also, he wants a handout in Las Vegas. What's he doing with all this money? Maybe Steve Cohen's like, what What you doing, John? I don't like it. Um, so maybe, maybe that's something that sticks with him because he doesn't really have a, a divisional rival or anything. Uh, any other reason, except for like, John, what, what you doing here? Uh, the Mariners, similar reason to the Angels, but Giants fandom could also creep up into their territory a little bit, potentially. Potentially, it could creep up a little bit up the, uh, up the northwest. That's the one. Um, that That's basically... Th those are the, basically the teams. That's the Diamondbacks, Rockies, Dodgers, Padres, Angels, Mets, Mariners. Uh, I believe that is seven teams. One, two, three, four, five. That's seven teams. That is not enough to get a no vote. Those are all the best cases. So, um, I don't think the Royals care. I don't think the Cardinals care. <laughs> Name another team. I don't think they care. So... Uh, that, that's not great, but could all teams, uh, I watched the video on, uh, Brady Brazil's channel talking about the A's relocation and they were interviewing the, uh, it was all the coverage from Las Vegas and a couple of people interviewed the president of the aviators. And he said that they'd have to make some upgrades if the A's were going to play at Las Vegas uh, ballpark for a couple of years, depending on how long it's going to be. They got to make some upgrades. Uh, they got to lift the lights. They got to put a bigger clubhouse somewhere. And uh, they also have to install turf, which seems wild. That could actually be what gets people to vote no on this. If we're being, if we're really thinking, because if you own a baseball team and you sign Aaron Judge or you sign Fernando Tatis or you sign whoever, um, to a big contract, you don't want them getting hurt on the road because John Fisher is too cheap to work things out and he burned his bridges wherever he was. And then your, your team has to, because every, every team plays every other team now, uh, do you want to take a chance on your guy, your franchise player, missing the season or I mean, some really bad stuff happening on turf in 110-degree heat uh, because... You approved relocation? That could really ruin uh, your your own your own stuff, your own uh, revenues down the line. I don't know. That that could be a big thing. Injuries to their own players could be a big deal. Uh, 
So, hey, we'll see. Uh, their investments would not be assured is kind of the, the reasoning. To, to use billionaire lingo there. Uh, also, no relocation fee means that uh, that's free money out of every owner's pocket. And maybe they just don't want to give John Fisher that. Maybe, he, maybe John Fisher's like super funny and everybody loves him. I don't know, but um, it doesn't seem like he's beloved by many. Any? Many. Let's say many. Um, so, I don't know. Th th those are the arguments. Is territory rights, profits, revenues, all of those things. That's basically what, how you got to think about this. And I don't know that there's enough for a billionaire to change their mind unless you're talking about their own product being hurt or uh, also just them not getting free money for relocation fee. Maybe that's enough. Maybe just no relocation fee is enough for them to be like, no, we want this. We want them to stay in Oakland and they're going to start their own campaigns. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, anyways, coming up on the show, we're going to talk real quick about Christian Pache's breakout. And I'm going to reiterate what I was saying before, but uh, I put we're, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Christian Pache coming up. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Pro Baseball GM is the coolest game I've played in a long time. And I've always thought that I'd be a good Major League Baseball GM. And it turns out it's hard. It is extremely hard, especially in this simulation. Uh, if you've had the same thought and you fantasized about managing your own franchise, go and download Pro Baseball GM immediately. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're going to be responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, managing through difficult personalities and injuries, navigating your franchise through free agency and all of the ups and downs of a season. Uh, if this all sounds fun, go download the app. Uh, Locked on A's listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. De to download, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM starts your dynasty today. The A's are returning to the Coliseum tonight to take on the Reds in a series that they could actually win. So... To catch all these games from the hometown broadcast, all you got to do is download the SiriusXM app. That's the SXM app and search for athletics. And then you can watch the A's potentially take two out of three. Maybe even have a win streak, you guys. They have not won back-to-back -back games this season. It might happen this weekend. And you can listen to it all on the SXM app. But also, welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insights and analysis. Coming your way, whatever A's news happens, it's hats inside the A's. Um, but let's talk about Christian Pache real quick. I, I tweeted this out uh, a couple nights ago, um, and, or I guess night before last, and it got a lot of traction from the Locked On A's account. A lot of likes, a lot of comments. Uh, the commenters were not necessarily all happy with me for some reason. Uh, weird. Um, on the internet, people weren't all happy with me. <laughs> but uh, basically, all I tweeted out was, Christian Pache is 8 for 23 this season. And that's a 348 batting average, by the way, to start the season. He has a 145 WRC+. plus. That's 45% above league average. And uh, against lefties, he is 8 for 18. Um 
for, for you everydayers, the people that listen to the show. I've, that's why I tweeted it from Lockdown Ace, because I thought that it might make sense, because it's something that I talked about frequently. Um, but not everybody listens to the podcast all the time, I guess, is, is what that happened there. But the reason that I tweeted this out, it wasn't be like, ah, oh, look at him, they let him go. I, I kind of said that, actually, I think. <laughs> I was like, the A's are five and whatever they were at that time. Um, and they did not have room for to give Christian Pache just a, another chance. That's where I'm at. I'm not saying that they needed to keep him forever, that he's a big part of the future, or that Ruiz and Rooker and Capel didn't deserve a roster spot. But I'm just saying Christian Pache might turn out to be good because he's still just 24 years old. That's all. Uh, also, the reason that I included the versus lefties is that's how I said the A's should use him at the very least, which is what the Phillies are doing currently, is using him against lefties, and he is absolutely raking. He's hitting almost 500 against lefties. Um, and with that defense, yeah, take a chance on it panning out for him. Give him a shot. That's all that I wanted all offseason. Um, and I think that that was just something that uh, got lost in, you know, a tweet. But... They're playing him against lefties. He's doing well against lefties. And that's really what I was trying to draw attention to. Not the fact that the A's gave up. But also, they could have had all of them. They Everybody has options. All, Ruiz has options. All, Ruiz has been great. Don't send him down. Uh, Rooker has been great. Don't send him down. But also, he has options. Capel's been fine. He's hitting like 300. But he doesn't like hit the ball hard. He's, he's okay. He's not like superb defensively. Um, and those would be like the three guys or, uh, who started on the bench? That was a, an odd choice. I mean, they, they just got Tyler Wade on the bench right now. And could, would you rather have Christian Pache or Tyler Wade on the bench? Tyler Wade is more of a versatile guy and that's great. Um, and I like him. He's very friendly. Um, <clears throat> but you know, from a production standpoint on the field, Christian Pache might be a better long-term, uh, piece for you guys. So Th those are my main points. It's just weird that uh, they gave up on him so soon, and it makes me wonder why. Why? Other than making us fall in love with him and then trading him away, because uh, ownership really does hate us. <laughs> Other than that, not sure why. Uh, yeah, they could have kept everyone. That's really all that I was trying to say. They could have kept everyone. They could have played him against lefties, and uh, they, they chose not to for some reason, but... Anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Just figured I'd end it on that note because Christian Pache, I like him. He seems fun and he's good. So there's that. Uh, that's all that I got for you guys today. We're going to, I'll be out a couple of games this weekend. That'll be fun. Uh, and then we'll probably record on Sunday is my guess. So that'll be fun. And we'll talk about the weekend that was. Uh, and the A's winning two out of three, maybe even sweeping the Cincinnati Reds. But uh, that's it for me today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk with you on Monday. <laughs>